Crawling is acceptable. Falling is acceptable. Puking is acceptable. Crying is acceptable. Pain is acceptable. Blood. Quitting is not. Hello and welcome to episode 192 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a regular little bit of comics, a little bit of multiple sclerosis, a little bit of what else, Tuesday episode. Today we're going to start out talking about Geiger. Just an update, uh, number three of the Geiger run, still going strong. The kids hook up with the glowing man. And a crazy character from the Las Vegas group ends up coming out and finding them. And they have a little confrontation between all of them. And you get to see what happens. I don't want to give anything away, so you're going to have to check it out yourself. But this is still going nice and strong. I am still really enjoying this this run. So check it out if you're into that type of nuclear apocalypse type stuff. And then another one we're still running strong on. Well, it's actually easing up a little bit. Is Inkblot number nine. Not sure how long they're going to go with this run. Uh, I'd like to see it end around 12, but. I don't think we will. I think it'll probably go on for a while and we'll never really find out what we want to find out, which is basically that all these other people are all the idiots ruining everything. The cats like just going around time, showing people from different events and different stages that what they're doing is screwing things up is all they're doing. And the cat is trying to show them that so they can, straighten up and make the world a better place but that's just my my concept now we're gonna get some wrestling comics that's why the quote from the beginning was a little wrestling quote uh if you want to catch a documentary about ted DiBiase, there's a pretty decent one out there and it gets a little deep on the religious end of it, but other than that, it's nice to see what he went through and stuff like that. And it's nice to see Virgil again. Uh, you see people like Roddy Piper, Terry Funk, JR, Harley Race, Jake the Snake, Mick Foley, uh, and you get to see George Animal Steel actually talk. <laughs> so you know all he usually does is just run around all crazy and chew up turnbuckles, but he actually talks like a normal person in here. <laughs> That's always enjoyable, getting to see the real side of all the characters. But uh, yeah, it's... The harsh thing was like his dad passing in 1969 due to a heart attack in a match. He was wrestling in the ring when it happened. And Terry Funk took it kind of hard because Terry Funk was apparently asked first if 
he would sub in for someone that couldn't make it to a wrestling event and he couldn't, well, didn't want to. So they ended up uh, bringing in Ted DiBiase's dad. And that's how that match ended up. You can see what's up with that and learn more about that if by watching that documentary. But it's called The Price of Fame and it's on Amazon. And then as far as comic-wise, we checked out some more some wrestling comics starting with warrior number one kind of a rebirth coming of a beast <laughs> a mon- a, just a monster of a character uh basically the creation of a warrior it's kind of like he's just being born into some type of realm and his clothes gets ripped off and stuff mostly and then he's like just hulking up and it's very interesting and very weird I just don't know really how to take it they have this little write up well it's not a little write up it's a few pages of actual writing but I'm going to give you a little bit of it here the meaning of the story I wish to tell upon the pages of Warrior can be captured in one word, belief. Some 24 years ago, around the age of 12, belief became the most important factor in my life. My first encounter with the powers of belief, a consciousness of belief, happened through the power of fantasy. A make-believe friend, if you will. At the time, my friend didn't have a name. He didn't really need one. He was, he was a close your eyes and I'll be there friend. Nobody needed to know about him. And I really didn't care much about introducing him to anyone else. His sudden presence, maybe I called him out, coincided with my undying curiosity about the what's, where's, why's, and how's of the world and my life. The responsibility I have in being him is to tell the story of how you too have an intuition, a spirit of a warrior, calling out to you, yet the system tells you not to listen, tells you to deny the voice you hear. Warrior is the telling of this story. Warrior number one is where you begin to listen. And that's basically about it. It's just, you're like, okay, I'm. I'm getting it. Something's going on. A character is being born into a realm of who knows what. And we just got to wait and see, I guess. But I will have to get a couple more of those, hopefully down the line. And I can get deeper into the story and find out more about it. I know Warrior was uh, one of those very, uh, I don't want to say religious style, but... uh, very dedicated to his type character. So I don't know if he had a lot, a big hand in the writing or what, but they do make the characters kind of like what they are in their wrestling ring. Their ego, their alter personalities and stuff. But then <coughs> checked out. A little stack of WCW World Championship Wrestling comics from Marvel Comics Group. 
I have issue number one, eight, nine, ten, and twelve that I had in my stack. So I checked those out. They're kind of interesting. Uh, this, these are storylines based off wrestling and in wrestling events that I think are based off the actual times what was going on in the wrestling world because some of these wrestling events kind of seemed familiar to me and I used to watch all the WWE, WWF, WCW, NWA, and AWA, all the different wrestling organizations, anything I could get on, I'd watch every episode. So some of these did seem familiar, but I would assume that's what they do is go off the wrestlers' storylines so they can do, they have less to deal with that way. Uh, And then basically the number one issue was uh, over-the-top battle royal for a shot at Lex Luthor's title. Bad writing. It's like a comic book writer is trying to wrestle. Uh, Stories are okay, just not as well done as the WWE, WWF stories. Just like wrestling, magazines are laid out basically just like what their characters are doing in the wrestling world. Uh, Character sizing and placement was kind of rough. It's like you'll see a guy, one or two or three characters get thrown over the top rope. And they won't be within a hand's reach of the rope and that draw an image. And then the next panel, one of the characters grabs that rope and pulls himself back in the ring and saves himself. And it's just, I know, it's <clears throat> going horse here. I know it's just uh, basically a comic book and I need to quit complaining about drawing layouts and stuff like that. But it just happens to annoy me because if you're going to put the time and effort into it, then make it at least believable if you're going to draw pictures. You don't want to draw pictures that are more believable than sit there and take the book and write it as a book. Don't write it as a comic. If you're going to do a comic, at least make the picture. I mean, there are cheesy comics that take more interest in what they're drawing than comics that should be a little more seriously drawn and written. But but when it's done by the Stanley crew and stuff, you got to expect a lot of writing. So it's going to be big word things, a lot of a lot of words on the pages. But it's just like I said, it's like a cartoonist is trying to get in the wrestling world. I enjoy it more through WWWF. Shavo Guerrero. I mean, there are wrestlers that do their own comic books and stuff. Those those are more interesting because they're actually putting a story out there. These look more like they're trying to take a story and turn it into a whole new story, and they're kind of messing it up. They should have just left it with the storyline that they were using in the World Championship Wrestling Ring. Issue 8, 
Stinger has to recover from a career-ending injury. And along the line, he helps some kids in a cancer ward. Gets some enjoyment by going to a WCW event. Uh, where Sting has to fight against Cactus Jack. And the kids kind of like get involved a little bit verbally and stuff like that. And you can see them, how they're worrying about their little stinger and all that. Uh, issue nine, Sting has gone through a personality disorder from a blow from Cactus Jack in the previous uh, wrestling event. And Johnny B. Bad is boxed up and shipped to Alaska. <laughs> and the ghoul, this character, I kind of remember a ghoul character getting around but not lasting long at all and looking really goofy. This one they actually drew decent looking, but I don't think it's how the character looked back in the day. Uh, is Stinger the stinger under a spell or some sort of evil power from the ghoul. You'll have to read it to find out. Number issue 12, Big Van Vader appears in his big-ass industrial armor. Uh, he destroys Sting for the belt. Uh, Jesse Venture and Jim Ross are commenting away throughout some of these varieties of stories. Uh, JR is pretty much in all of them. I think Jesse hops in after a couple issues. But stunning Steve Austin and Ron Simmons get into it. Uh, Ron Simmons trashes his family. It's like, I'm not sending money to them. <laughs> Bunch of useless <laughs> so-and-sos. But Ravishing Rick Rude and Austin team up against Ron Simmons and Barry Windham in a weapons-style match, basically a bunkhouse brawl. Holds barred all kinds of a cart, a basket full of weaponry and stuff like that. But yeah, it's just fun going back into the wrestling comics and just bringing back some of the prime highlighted years where we actually really enjoyed wrestling back back in the early days when they had the World War events, the multiple double, multiple rings, the ladders hanging horizontally way above the rings and stuff like that. Just those were the fun days. Uh, NWA and NWO when they came into it, the wolf pack and stuff. It just, it's fun. I like reliving these times and stuff through these wrestling comics. So there's tons more out there. So we will get to some more eventually. I'm sure. I know I got to have more in my piles somewhere. So, all right. We'll get back to you with a little bit of who knows what. And then maybe some multiple sclerosis. A bit. Okay, fans of the show or non-fans, you can support the podcast by leaving five stars and liking it. Or leaving five stars and not liking it and tell us why and we will let people know and we'll try and make it better for you you can also click on support on my anchor page and donate and support the podcast or if you'd like to actually get something for a donation you can send a donation to paypal 
at kevintheduckpool at gmail.com. And you can see that in many of the show notes, the address. Uh, For fans inside the U.S. only, a $15 donation will get you a Gemini comic box with five random comics in it. A $30 donation gets a priority mail padded flat rate envelope, 12 random comics in it. And a $100 donation gets you a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. Comics will be in fair to very good condition. They may have been used on the podcast, may have been unread, may have been read. Just random comics out of my mixed boxes that I will be getting rid of to downsize. And for our international listeners, since shipping's so rough and customs are a pain, I am going to offer two options to start. We'll see how it goes. But a $50 donation gets you a priority mail padded flat rate envelope with 12 random comics in it. And a $125 donation gets a priority mail medium flat rate box with 40 random comics in it. So there's a comic deal. If you want to donate, help out the show. This will get me a little something and get you a little something also. Thanks. All right, let's talk about a little bit of news, a little bit of comics, a little bit of whatever. Uh, Starting out, I know today on the news, or yesterday, we have a big chemical industrial fire just south of the Wisconsin border. I... They have tons, I want to say like 35, 40 different fire departments working on it, but they can't do nothing because the thing's right next to a river, so they got to let it burn out. People within a mile of the area had to evacuate their homes, and within two miles have to stay locked, stay in their homes with the windows closed and no no air conditioning going and stuff like that, who knows what kind of chemicals they're dealing with. I'm sure oils and all that stuff, but it's like they can't put the fire out with foam because they don't want to contaminate the river. And you look at the overhead view of this and they built this huge industrial chemical plant and they're basically 20, 30, 40, 50 yards from this river that's going around them. Makes no sense why that would be allowed to be built there. Listen to the fire chief talk, and they're asking him what kind of uh, fire retardant system they had and stuff like that. And he mentions that he's pretty sure they had a sprinkler system, but didn't know if it was operating. It's like, well, isn't it the fire department's job to go in and inspect these buildings every year and make sure all the equipment is working and that it's... (laughs) up the date and code, but I don't know why the hell they'd have a sprinkler system in a chemical plant, why you wouldn't have a foaming system or something like that for chemical fires, because water's obviously not going to work, and being next to a river makes no damn sense at all, but yeah, they'll be doing, letting that thing burn for a few days to try and let itself burn out, because they can't hose it down or foam it, so. Then we got Johnson & Johnson has a ton of vaccines that are expiring in storage. 
why wouldn't you just at least give them to random countries, ship them out, send them, instead of just letting them expire and get tossed? I don't, I, none of this philosophy makes any sense. <laughs> I don't understand this world that we're living in. Like we're living with a bunch of morons running everything. But there was a cool thing this last week. The largest dinosaur ever discovered in Australia happened this week. Critter is called the Australotitan Cooperensis. Cooperensis. Australotitan Cooperensis. Yeah, that's about the best I can do. But this big thing is 98 feet long. Basically, uh, its neck was as long as a basketball court. Uh, 24,000. And then we also had, which is kind of scary, but very interesting also, we had a 24,000-year-old 24, microbe was revived in Serbia called the Bedeloid. The deloid with maybe the B being silent. The deloid rectifier. Rectifier. <laughs> but yeah, that's the name on probably our next pandemic. So, uh, all right, we had another poor, sad comic book today. I'm not comic book, Sunday comic day. I'll read a couple of them for you. It wasn't too impressive this week. Really sad. Uh, Ziggy has some aliens, point, an alien pointing at Ziggy talking to another alien uh, that's sitting in the spaceship. And the alien pointing at Ziggy says, Hey, Zork, get this. These guys actually think they built the pyramids. <laughs> Well, we're going to find out. Don't forget, I believe it's June 25th that the government's supposed to release all alien documentations. It's coming up pretty quick. Can't wait. We got Loretta and Leroy, the Lockhorns. Got Loretta walking into the bathroom. Leroy is staring in the mirror in his pajamas, she says, there's an update, or there's an upside to getting older, Leroy. You're still alive. (laughs) Leroy sitting in his chair, Loretta sitting in her chair, staring at each other. Leroy says, I'm sort of thinking about maybe considering possibly exercising. Don't we all? Bizarro was kind of fun. Got a guy and his wife sitting at the dinner table eating away. A little chihuahua dog sitting in a chair staring at him. He's going to eat a, po- a spoonful of peas and one pea jumps up with little antennas on his head. And it's re- the words are all backwards looking and it says, People of Earth, do not eat us. We come in peas. <laughs> come in peace. Come in peas. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't a great Sunday comic week this week. 
gotta read pickles, even though it wasn't a great one, but it's always a little funny. Yeah. Grandma coming in, she says, I'm home. She says, Did anyone call while I was out? Old man sitting on the couch with the dog, he says, reading his paper, says, Your sister. What'd she want? I'm not sure. Here's a message. What's this? All it says is blah, 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 blah. He says, I just wrote down what I heard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we got two more in here. Got Beetle Bailey. Got Beetle following Sarge around while he's walking through the camp. Following Sarge from behind, hides behind a building, a truck. All over the place, trees, woods, uh, just keeps following Sarge around. And Sarge, or Beetle comes walking into the bunkhouse and says, I found that if I trail Sarge, he never finds me. And you see Sarge talking to a character in the office, and the character says, where have you been? Sarge says, taking Beetle on a five-mile hike. Way to do it. I want to yell at him, and you actually get him out there doing things. Hey, right, Rose's Rose. It's pretty wordsy, but it was kind of funny. Uh, you got a kid going, uh, a couple monsters looking at a picture of a kid, a stuffed kid in a bed, a bed all made up. And the one monster says to the smaller monster, occasionally a closet monster will have to fill in for an under the bed monster. I set up an exact model of the little boy in his bedroom. Get under the bed and scare the lookalike kid. Why do I have to get under the bed? That's the job description. Now, Junior, don't leave, Papa, as he's climbing underneath the bed. I'll be right here. The floor is cold. I feel so alone. You can't quit. You need the practice. It's creepy and dark. I'm too scared to frighten anyone. And he stands up with the bed up on his head and stuff. And he says, would it be possible to attach a nightlight under here? Just put the bed down. Walks off in disgust to this kid. Uh, all right. Guess that's about it for today for the news if you need a new vehicle coming out there they got a really cool electric ford f-150 it's a pickup truck it has a three-day three-day electric battery you can run your whole house on for three freaking days it's pretty damn good and they're running it around 40 grand which is about the standard for the vehicles nowadays, so it's actually not badly priced, even though it's still outrageous. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't want to do that, you can always join up with Van Life. Check out the reality of Van Life on Amazon. People used to look down on you for look down on you for living in a van or a camper or a tent, living on the streets, but now you get these people that are glorifying it. Doing all these special photo bombs and all this shit and making up their campers so they can get 
all these followers and shit with their little fake advice and they're probably parked in their backyard or in their driveway. Let's say, yeah. It's one of those worlds nowadays. Little <laughs> bitch, when you used to wear a hoodie or a mask or cosplay outfits in public or makeup, now you can wear anything you want. You can wear masks and helmets and all this shit, and people are bitching again because they got to mask up. And <laughs> but now we're off of that for a little while, and hopefully things will keep going better and we won't have a bunch big outbreak again with the virus and all that crap. But yeah. Someday. Someday we're going to get to that world where we have free schooling, free health care, low interest credit cards, lower tax tables per income, free solar and wind energy, free internet, and less military spending. And we have Earth Protection Forces and stuff. We got to worry about meteors and comets and all that stuff. Instead, we worry about other people. Punish those who profit. Representation of different human groups and stuff like that. It's just, I don't know. It's, we got to bring this world together eventually. You think a big viral outbreak would have done it, but now we're going... Reverting right back to our old selves. But yeah, I'm going to get back to you with some multiple sclerosis stuff next. See what I can come up with for that. Okay, let's talk about some stuff that's somewhat related to multiple sclerosis. It can help you with certain issues, inflammations and stuff like that. Let's get back into some more of those probiotic prebiotic type foods and stuff like that that we were talking about last week. But foods that are prebiotic are also supplements if you want to, can't handle the foods and you want to go that route. Prebiotics are types of fiber found in veggies, fruits, and legumes. We can't digest them, but our good butt, our good butt, <laughs> our good gut bacteria can. <laughs> There's lots of butt bacteria that we have, but we want the good gut bacteria instead. <laughs> Legumes, beans, and peas. And these are all different types of prebiotics, foods, oats, bananas, berries. Jerusalem artichokes, which I've never heard of before. They have my interest. And one or three, just like cute little small artichokes that you can boil up. Asparagus, dandelion greens, garlic, leeks, onions. Which I didn't realize onions were like a fibrous food that you couldn't digest. But good gut bacteria turns it into a short-chain fatty acid called butyrate. Butyrate production in the colon cannot be possibly maintained without adequate intake of prebiotic fiber. We need these things even though we can't digest them, but that's what probiotics are for, to help us digest them. So there are many, many different probiotics such as yogurt, preferably high quality with live cultures. 
fermented foods, uh, sauerkraut, kimchi, kombucha, teas, the kefir, kefir, which is dairy or non-dairy forms, some pickles, they have to be unpasteurized, pickled veggies, which are unpasteurized. Basically, probiotic supplements are designed to deliver very specific species of bacteria to the human gut. However, not all supplements are of the same quality or contain contain some quality of bacteria in them. Talk to your healthcare provider to make sure you're eating the right amounts of each of the probiotic and prebiotic foods. It's possible to go overboard or have side effects. Uh, don't just shove stuff in your system just to, because you're told it was good without making sure you're balancing everything out right. It'll help you in the long run. Uh, supplements that may help your eye health. We're going to hit on a variety of topics today because I'm just trying to clean up some of my paperwork. There's no real basis for what we're running off today. I'm just going to keep going through a variety of different things. But uh, supplements that may help your eye health are lutein and zeaxanthin. Lutein, I get in the uh, pill form through my... uh, insurance company uh, supplier but you can get those uh, you can get them mixed with I believe with like D3 and stuff like that zinc vitamin B1 thiamine omega-3 fatty acids acids <laughs> just got ass on the mind today <laughs> fatty acids <laughs> omega-3 fatty acids Vitamin C, uh, there is a thing called AREDS2, AREDS2 supplement. Their recommendations were basically based on the following, and that's what their supplement supposedly has in it, 500 milligrams of vitamin C, 400 IUs of vitamin E, 10 milligrams of lutein, Two milligrams of zeaxanthin, <laughs> eighty milligrams of zinc, and two milligrams of copper prevent copper deficiency caused by zinc. Uh, some things you can do in home to promote eye health is use a humidifier if needed. Keep the air, keep some moisture in, for, in the air for your eyes. Uh, drink plenty of water. Keep your eyes moist with things like artificial tears you can use. Just don't use them over excessively, otherwise your eyes will quit producing its own tears. Uh, change furnace, air conditioner, filters regularly. I love the thing of taking some essential oils and dripping a few drops on your furnace filter, and that way it helps put that fragrance throughout the home Uh, avoid dusty dirty air cold compresses cucumbers dampened and cool 
green or black tea bags on your eyes. Uh, calendula tea. Things are all things that can help your eyes and help get the bags out of your eyes. Consult your ophthalmologist before taking AREDS 2 or other supplements. Tips for eye health. Don't smoke. Lead to macular degeneration or cataracts. Or damage blood vessels in your eyes. Protect your eyes from ultraviolet light. Use sunglasses. Maintain a healthy weight and active lifestyle. After age 60, get a dilated eye exam each year. No, I'm not 60 yet, but the, they did one to me this just about a month ago. That sucked because I wasn't even thinking about it. And they're like, you want some sunglasses? They're going out. I'm like, no, I'm good. And as soon as I walked out that door, I just about dropped to my knees. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Potent. Eat lots of greens, leafy vegetables, like spinach, uh, now these aren't green vegetables, but corn, oranges, eggs, yellow carrots, and it's just, don't eat iceberg lettuce, eat romaine, it's got more more good things in it. I, apparently, the iceberg's basically nothing. Nothingness. But if you want a potent defense for your system, you can do combined garlic and ginger. By combining garlic and ginger, Combined and separately, they offer potent anti-inflammatory effects and may help reduce the markers of oxidative stress and may help boost antioxidant defenses and may be benefit, benefit brain health by protecting against cognitive decline and improving cognitive function. And it may help reduce heart disease risk factors like high blood pressure and high blood lipid levels and help protect against heart disease. Uh, may benefit those with diabetes by reducing blood sugar levels and improve other markers of health. Check with a doctor before taking high-dose supplements of the garlic and ginger. May offer some protection against certain cancers. And may benefit the immune system by decreasing inflammation and enhancing immune cell function. Basically, both together can offer significant health benefits. Uh, you can put them together in different types of Italian recipes. I've mentioned, and I will mention again, my salad dressing recipe once I have it in front of me. But it's basically 50-50 extra virgin olive oil and apple cider vinegar. And then I put garlic, ginger, cayenne pepper. Uh, lemon. Uh, that's why I want the recipe in front of me. But you, that's the basis for it. And then you can add whatever. Sometimes I'll put like Italian seasonings in it. Uh, just whatever seasoning you want. I usually put a little turmeric in mine. Uh, 
Uh, I like to use the ground ginger myself, the seasoning style, just because if you grind up, uh, grate up a real ginger, it's all right getting the ginger juice and stuff in there, but the stringy stuff basically sits in my bottle and doesn't come out along with the chunks of garlic. That's why I prefer to use the seasoning-wise garlic and ginger, if possible, for my salad dressing. But I do like putting some real garlic in there also. It doesn't hurt if I do the seasoning-wise, also putting a, like a chunk of ginger and a chunk of garlic in there just for absorption. And then once you're done with the whole salad, you can take the bowl of ginger out and eat it. And some people don't like that, but it's good for you. <laughs> and be a little strong. Having some sleep issues, you can also do sleep and relaxation, relaxation and sleep science stuff. And here's some podcasts you can check out. To get more sleep uh, therapy style things you can listen to to help you fall asleep and stuff. But there's Sleep With Me. There's the Sleep Medi- Meditation Podcast. Radio Lab has a bunch of little things you can find. Wait, Wait is one. Science Rules with Bill Nye, the science guy. I enjoy listening to him. He's fun. He's always got all kinds of interesting stuff on there. The Moth, In Our Time, and Sleep Science are all ones you can check out. If you want some help with meditation, there's some good meditation apps. The best, some of the more popular ones in 2021 were Breathe, B-R-E-E-T-H-E, Headspace, My Life Meditation, Calm, Budify, B-U-D-D-H-I-F-Y, Inscape, I Breathe, with an E at the end of the breathe, I-B-R-E-A-T-A, Breathe, Plus, which is B-R-E-A-T-H-E, Plus, symbol you have to use at the end, not plus the word, symbol. Oak, Will, which is W-H-I-L, Simple Habit, Mindfulness with Petite Bamboo, which is it Bamboo, P-E-T-I-T-B-A-M-B-O-U, Waking Up, The Mindfulness App, Prana Breathe, P-R-A-N-A, and it's normal, breathe without the E at the end. Sativa, Insight Timer, Meditation Studio, Let's Meditate, and Happy Not Perfect. Some good ones. Benefits of meditation, it reduces stress, it improves your sleep, helps with addictions, decreases blood pressure, 
And it's like when I was laying in the Mayo Hospital ICU and was told I was going to die in there, that's all I did. Just meditated and focused on the areas of my body that hurt the most. Just did breathing uh, related exercises and focused on those points and tried to mentally heal them myself. And apparently something happened because I walked out of the hospital. So who knows? It's the fluke or whatever, but I will still do it because it eases my mind while I'm laying there in pain. So. Foods that will help lift your mood would be fatty fish. Those omega-3 fatty asses. <laughs> Dark chocolate. Mmm, chocolate fish. <laughs> fermented foods. Mmm, fermented chocolate fish. <laughs> Bananas. Oats. Nuts and seeds. Berries. Beans and lentils, coffee. Those will all lift your mood a little bit if you're lucky. CBDs may help with fatigue, mobility, spasticity, nerve-related pain or discomfort, pain and itching, cancer, neuropathy, fibromyalgia, inflammation. Basically, CBDs comes in oils and tinctures and creams and lotions. Capsules, gummies, vapes, um, but you got to watch the vapes because that can cause inflammation. Some good, reliable CBD products are Lazarus Naturals. These are companies that you can check out. High-potency CBD tincture. Joy Organics Premium CBD gummies. Medtera CBD capsules. Uh, those are all ones to check out if you want. And basically, uh, I guess that's about it for today. Let's end it there. We're hitting about 20 minutes in almost. So basically, we'll just end it on that note. Uh, Take a little advice because we don't want to deal with our miserable world, listen to the news, hearing about people having to be told that kids and pets left in cars can die. <laughs> you really doesn't understand, don't understand how if you pick up a pet from a humane society center, you got to go through some type of courses and they check you over and stuff, but if you're going to get someone knocked up and bring a life into this world, you don't have to take any tests, and <laughs> people still have to be told, don't leave your kid in your freaking car in the summer, you dumbass. <laughs> and, and, of course, it's like, don't tax the rich, tax the poor, and... We got a beer company that's sitting there doing a big beer fund for teachers. Free beer. They're doing a beer fund where they're earning, they're collecting fundage so you can, they can give out free beers to teachers throughout the summer. <laughs> I don't know. All right. But anyways, eight things Danny Trejo suggests doing now to make your life better is say I love you. Don't be afraid to tell people you love them. 
It doesn't have to be a romantic way. You can just love a person for being the person they are. Uh, cherish your friends. Let things go. Don't stress out on stupid things. Dress for success. Yeah, feel better if you're dressed up and comfortable. Lend a hand. See someone struggling, help them out. Be frank. People are only sick as their secrets. Secrets drain you, so get rid of them. Stay put. Don't be traveling all over. Build your community. Get to know the people around you, stuff like that. Talk to your kids and grandkids about drugs. If you don't, a drug addict will. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. But, yeah, listen to Danny Trejo. He's got some good advice for you. Let's see. Do they have a good recipe on here? Nah, not really. Oh, let's end it with that today. We've given you enough stuff, enough variety. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. Kick shot a monster. Check out Crimson Cowl Comic Club. Audio video podcast. Mostly audio. Check out Under the Call. There's old episodes. You check out of that. Video episodes and stuff. Uh, no new episodes in a while. We'll see what happens in the future. But check those out. Be good. I'll talk to you again soon.